Hey, everybody, this is Adam Helfman, host of Contractor Therapy. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, today's podcast brought to you by our friends at Rocket Mortgage. Uh, in studio, we've got Paul Sarah. Hey, what's up? And Roberto Beauchene. So I wanted to talk about uh, today a funny story. You know, we always talk about how you got to protect yourself from the contractor. But what if you're a contractor and you want to sue a homeowner? I have a great story I want to share that is relevant because I was thinking about it the other day and, you know, people just think they can just get out of something and not pay. And that's not the case anymore. And that's not the case back then. And so I wanted to share this story with everybody about this crazy homeowner from hell. Uh, we're going to call her. I just, you know, she took advantage and we sued her ass. And I really, I'm like, I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm happy. Like one of those, I took one for the team, but we really did it. Oh, this is in the 90s. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's well past. She might be dead by now. Uh, <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> okay. So, Roberto, have you ever sued a contractor? No. Have I've you never ever sued anyone. Have you ever been sued? No, thank God. Paul, how about you? No, I've never of been sued. I've never sued anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Paul's never been sued, right? Not that I know of. <laughs> we'll have to Google it. Me, on the other hand, I've sued and I've been sued. <laughs> so... You know, I'm the oldest one here. I can say that. You know, not, by the way, I'm not proud of it, but whatever. So anyways, um, this homeowner, let me tell you the story about this. And we're, we're going we're gonna to name this episode to serve and protect. How's that? So this is a homeowner who hired us to build a room addition. Okay. Now, a room addition isn't something where you come to the house in one meeting and the homeowner hires you. It's a, a meeting where the homeowner calls you up and says, hi, I'm thinking about building an addition on my house. I want to add on to it. And I got your name from so-and-so or wherever it was. Can you come out to my house? So right away, we come out with a designer. The designer comes out. And by the way, there's a whole process at our company at the time. Because when we would come out, we would tell the homeowner, hi, Mrs. Homeowner. Uh, we're going to come out on Thursday, 6 o'clock. And we just want to let you know what happens in our first meeting. And we would spell out with the homeowner exactly what would happen. We would say to the homeowner, all right, so just so you know, Mrs. Homeowner, we're going to be there Thursday night at 6. Our first meeting takes about an hour to an hour and a half. Will that be okay? And we get the homeowner to commit. Because a lot of times we say to the homeowner, listen, if you're making dinner for the family, you got the kids, you're feeding the dog, whatever, we don't want to come then. We want to come when you're sitting and we're explaining you what we can do and you're telling us what your wish is so that we can see if we're a match. So we explained to the homeowner that on the phone before we come out there. Homeowner's like, okay, come on out Thursday at 6. Our designer shows up at the house, 6 o'clock, and he specifically has a checklist of items to go over with the homeowner all the time. Okay, hi, Mrs. Homeowner. And he, you know, there's a whole process. Thank you for inviting me in your home. Uh, according to my uh, project manager, you're looking for a room addition, and this is what you've told us. Is that true so far? Oh, yes, that's what I want. Okay, can you show me exactly the space where you want to put this addition? Oh, I want to knock the wall out here behind the family room, and we're going to go out past the patio. Beautiful. I'll measure it up. Uh, how long have you been thinking about it? So there's this whole process. So we're there an hour and a half. Homeowner, at that point, at the end of the meeting, in the first meeting, we tell the homeowner, uh, we, do, we, we, we review with the homeowner, and, and then we agree after the first meeting on what the next steps are, on what happens next. So have you ever had anyone come to your house like that, Roberto, sure. where they're actually professional and they actually aren't there to try and sell you but gather information? Many times. Okay, so you, you get it, right? So 
Our designer goes to the homeowner and says, okay, Mrs. Homeowner, here's what we've learned today. Here's what you've told me. And here's what I'm going to go back to my office. And I'm going to put together a proposal that basically outlines everything you requested. At that point, two things happen. We either talk about budget with the homeowner or we say to the homeowner, we'll come back with a new budget. Now, I prefer to get a budget immediately so that we can tell that. So I've taught my, my sales guys to say to the homeowner, okay, Mrs. Homeowner, thanks for the information. Um, based on the information you gave me today, your room addition is going to cost between X and Y. And my salesmen are trained to know that they have to be able to sell it for X, which is the lower price. Y is the bells and whistles price, but you can still get it done for X. And at that point, when you give the homeowner the price, all right, Mrs. Homeowner, your room addition is going to cost you 80000 or you say it's anywhere between eighty and 120 the next thing you say to them is, does that number fall within your budget? And you have to be very silent. Normally, the homeowner is either going to be straight with you and say, you know what? That's crazy. I wasn't going to play that, spend that kind of money. That's nuts. At which point, you can say, okay, I can either design something for the budget you want. How much is that? Or you can say, hey, we're not a match. This homeowner agreed. Okay, I want it done. I love it. I want it 80000 I want to spend the money. So the, my designer is then trained to go, okay, I'm going to come back with our architect. We're going to draw up a rough sketch, and we're going to give you an exact price. And at that point, you're going to sign a contract with us to proceed with the job. Does that sound right so far to you, yeah. Paul? Yeah. In, in Roberto? Okay. So now my guy goes back to the office and meets with our, our estimator. With the estimator, they break down the job. And they come up with a real sales price. How many lineal foot of footings, concrete, flooring, decking, siding, roofing, windows, insulation, plumbing, electrical, whatever that room addition has. It's like building a whole house. So we've got 40 hours of time invested in this homeowner before they even spend any money with us. When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. We go to the homeowner's house. Her name's Mamie, school teacher. Mamie meets my guy, loves the design, loves everything, and says, oh my God, this is the greatest. Meanwhile, she lives with a, a man, not her husband, and... He's not responsible because it's her house and everything, but he was helping her make decisions. And he's like, this is a great addition. Let's do it. And she got all excited. And she says, yes, I want to do it. So my guy gets the contract out, signs the contract. It's 80000 for the addition, gets a $8,000 deposit, and says to her, we're going to apply for permits and blueprints. When that's done, we're going to get the next deposit from you. And then after footings are completed is your next payment. No problem. She's excited. We get our architect involved. We do blueprints. We're way deep into it. Hundreds of hours, thousands of dollars. 
she gives us, uh, we get the permits, we get the plans done. She signs off of everything and um, she starts fighting with her boyfriend and she starts. But how, do you, but how do you know that? Because my guys were there the day the footings went in <laughs> okay. and she was screaming and yelling at the top of her lungs at him, get the hell out of the house. I hate you. You're no good. You know, and you know, the feedback from the street is right. she beat the guy up basically. Wow. Yeah. So long story short, we're ready for the next payment. Okay. And the next payment's upon completion of footings. We did the footings, concrete's done. We get the approval from the city, green sticker. We go to the homeowner, hey, per the contract, next payment is done. It's like 16000 She's like, you know what? I don't want to do the job anymore. I'm not paying you anymore. Come on. No, legit. She just thought you could stop. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have a contract. Mrs. So-and-so, you got to pay us. We have, we have more money into the job than you've paid us. So you got this whole slab for the next edition, and she just wants to stop and just leave that slab on Yeah, yeah. We can't take it back with us. I can't re re reclaim the brick. We can't reclaim the concrete. You know, we took the wall off the house. Oh my god! So, so she was just gonna live with like yeah. a tarp, like the tarp, the wall. Yeah, we had a temporary wall. Yeah. So we called her up. She wouldn't take our call. We showed up. She called the police on us. The police are like, "Wait a minute! Well, wait a what minute. happened? You're in the middle of a job." And yeah, what do you even say to the police officer? They're trying to add to my house. Yeah, yeah no, no. Well, we told trying to put a wall on my house. Right, right. So the police are like, yeah, this is a domestic, you know, civil problem. So, and the end of the story is she wouldn't take any of us. I called my attorney. We had to call the city and tell them what was going on. Even the city called and she wouldn't take anyone's call. So we had to file a lawsuit. And I even personally went to her house. So she wouldn't respond to anyone. She thought she could just hide, stick her head in the sand. And it got really aggravating because I'm not in the business of doing a half a job. And it wasn't like there was a complaint. She just decided she didn't want to do the job anymore. She figured she could screw us over. So At I, any point, did you say, I'm getting in my car right now and I'm going to go knock on the front door? Oh, I, uh, no, I did. I did. I knocked on the door many times. And nothing happened. Nope. She screamed and threatened me. <laughs> Get out of here. This is harassment. Oh, my God. You know, did you ever try going to the school she worked at? And well, it's like, okay, so this is how it gets great. So here's the best part. So my attorney, excuse me, attorney, kids, I need to talk to your teacher for a second. So the attorney sends demand letters. The attorney, um, we posted it on her house. We sent her a ma mail letter, everything, nothing. So we file a lawsuit and we have to serve her. She won't answer the door from the process server. And my attorney's like, listen, we're having a hard time serving her. And I go, what do you mean a hard time serving her? She's a school teacher. She's at this elementary school every day. Yeah, right. He goes, well, they don't let us go in the school. I go, well, you're doing it wrong. He goes, what do you mean? I go, go there with a box, a box of flowers, a, a dozen cookies, a cake, cupcakes, whatever, and say, I'm giving this to the class. You don't think they're going to not let you walk in? And he goes, oh, that's pretty good. So they go to the flower store. <laughs> they get a bouquet of flowers. In the flowers is the service papers. And the guy says to me, that's great. We're going to try it. This t we're going to try it today. <laughs> I'm like, okay, call me. I'll be standing by the phone. He goes, yeah, he'll be going by in the morning. So my guy goes to the school and says, I have flowers for Mrs. <laughs> and, uh, the other like, yeah. He, and he goes, uh, I can't leave and I have to hand deliver them to her. The guy's like, okay. And so the, the guy from the school, janitor, whoever, walks, him, walks her to the room because he has to escort her. So he's there. 
They knock on her. Mrs. Oh, you know, Mrs. I wonder if she was excited at first or did she yeah. know right away? No, 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 no. She was super excited. <laughs> so the process server, by the way, this guy who was the process server is a famous comedian. <laughs> he can tell the story too. This is great. I'll tell you his name later. But he gets there and he and he tells me, because he told me the story. He's like, hi, Mrs. McTeer. She goes, yep. Or hi, Mrs. Homeowner. She goes, yeah, that's me. He goes, I've got these bouquet of flowers for you. And she says, oh my God, they're so pretty. Look at me. And she looked at the class and he said, she looked, look, look how great this is. And he goes, and here's the letter from the person who gave it to you. And she grabs it and the, the, uh, the janitor's there right now. And he looks at the janitor and he looks at her and he goes, and here's the letter from it. And she goes, what's this? And he goes, you've been served. Oh. <laughs> and. He basically said oh. she turned white as a ghost. That's funny. And she took the plant, looked at him, looked at the janitor, and threw it at them. <laughs> the, the ceramic pot shattered all against the wall, everything. The kids freaked out. My guy left the site. Um, and that process server was Cedric the Entertainer. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams. No, <laughs> no. Anyways, um, she went crazy. So all of a sudden, my attorney calls me and says, "Dude, you're banned from that school." Uh, you know, I'm like, "What do you mean, be banned? She's the bad one. I didn't do anything wrong." Yeah. So he's like, "No." He goes, it's, "He goes, this is the greatest. This is gonna go down in infamy. It's one of the best service process service stories ever." So now, fast forward to court, because we're suing her. She has to go to court. So my attorney's like, this is going to be really, really <laughs> fun. She shows up without an attorney. Okay, now we're suing her for like 18000 okay? And my attorney is, was very, very methodical. Everything was step one, step two, day one, timelines, poster boards, cork he's boards. Yeah, he had he's it all. Well, he's, he knew he had a deep pockets <laughs> paying him. I was paying him. You know, the 18000 I collected, by the way, fast forward, I won the case, but the 18000 I collected paid about half of his fees. Yes. <laughs> Just around the same page. So she shows up, and I, I'll never forget, and she's screaming, yelling, cackling to the judge. Uh, her neck is swinging around, you know, you know, crazy yelling at me. And she tells her side of the story. And the judge looks at my attorney and goes, well, and my attorney says, your honor, I'd like to approach the bench. I'd like to uh, move for a directed verdict. When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Well, first of all, what's her side of the story even? like? They came out. They did the job. They were too fast. 
and I got to fight my boyfriend, and I don't want this job anymore. And I didn't know I couldn't. Yeah, the the work was going too quickly. No, 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 no quality issues. It was going too quick. And she goes, I got to fight my boyfriend, and I just thought I could stop the job. Well, who was going to pay him? Well, I thought I paid him enough. And so, and and you know. Again, we asked her like three questions. Did the p- p- did it pass inspection? Are you worried about the quality? No, no, no. Okay. So the, my attorney goes to the judge and said, Your Honor, I'd like to request a dis- directed verdict. A directed verdict? I had no idea what that meant. A directed verdict is means right away when one side can't even prove their case. The other side doesn't have to. Oh, wow. So the judge goes, it's very rare in the courtrooms that this happens, but in this situation, I'm going to... Uh, Honor and give you the directed <laughs> verdict. Now let me ask you a question real you quick, Adam. To not to, I not didn't to, have to say a word. I was so excited to go. Not in. to throw off your story, but if she would have paid you the eighteen grand after you put the footings down and everything, and then said, "I'll pay you the eighteen grand, but I want you to stop doing this because I don't want to add an addition," right. would you have stopped then and just, or yeah. would you still? Have- well, here's what I've done. I would have t- stopped the lawsuit. I would have taken the eighteen grand, paid my guys. I would have had her sign a release. I would have gone to the city to let them know there's a half built thing. What's the proper way to turn to? Now you're. All liability. Your permit, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, because the permit has to be canceled. I have to cancel the permit. I would have to legally stop the job and then legally get a hold harmless from her that says if anyone went in the backyard and tripped on a footing, they couldn't sue me. And that would be the process. Because we've had a job where we had to stop in the middle. Homeowner agreed. And we just basically shook hands and legally separated. There's legal ways to do that. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. However, in this situation, this lady just wanted to stop. So the judge... Gave us a directed verdict. And I'm like, what does that mean? The judge, I mean, the attorney looked at me, winks, and goes, we just buried her. We won. We don't have to do anything. What do you mean? There's no jury and anything? I'm like, no. I was all excited, <laughs> you know. And she went crazy. She went, to a, she went to appeal it. And the appeals court, like, threw it right out. So I had a lien on her house because she couldn't afford to pay me. So then when she finally refinanced her house, then we got our money. And it took, like, two years. So... At the end of the day, what's the lesson for the contractors listening out there? What's the best way to approach this so you don't, you know, screw yourself? So there's a couple lessons here. It's a good question, Roberto. So here's the bottom line. I get homeowners and contractors. If you don't have everything in writing, you don't have a good clause in your contract for if if there's a problem. And if you're not solution money, you're never, ever going to have success. Now, you can't stop a homeowner who wants to screw you. But that's what the legal system's for. But the key is, how do you get rid of your legal fees or how do you pay your legal fees without losing money? That's the problem. The contractor is always against the eight ball and it's hard to do this. In this situation, we prevailed because we had right paperwork. I had the right attorney. But what did I win? I won in court. But at the same time, my attorney fees were equal or more than what I collected. You didn't really win anything. And even if it said, oh, if I win, I get my attorney fees as well. Then you have to sue for that, and then they go bankrupt. The cost of getting your money is very difficult. That's why choosing the right homeowner and the homeowner choosing the right contractor is so important. So it's a roll of the dice a lot of times. You just don't know. And if I had a crystal ball, it'd be a lot easier, but we don't. So long story short, you know, good luck everywhere on both sides. So that's the the moral of today's story on the uh, contractor. Yeah. Homeowner from hell. Homeowner from hell. That's That's the deal. Well, anyways, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's podcast, Contractor Therapy. You can always download it at radio.com or where you find your favorite podcast. Um, Please hit the subscribe button if you like this. And again, we'll see you next week.